Let me hear you say, yeah. Yeah. I love the energy. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, more. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So behind that. Some pain behind the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's get rolling. Okay. You, uh, you had a very interesting topic. And oddly enough, man, it has been the conversation lately. Yeah. I talked about, I talked a little bit about it last night on uh which today is Saturday, so I just dropped an episode today with uh Lauren Bunton. Mhm. And we talked a little bit about that. And then right when we got done, you sent that text message and I was like, on point, man. Mm-hmm. On point. So welcome you, welcome back everybody to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan. I got my buddy Andrew Watkins here with me today. What's up? How goes it, buddy? It goes it. And it's another it's another episode where we're on the actual porch. We're getting good at this thing again. We're we're staying true to the name. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like how we're following suit. So what's the topic, man? Topic would be that the 90s was the greatest time of all time to grow up. There's no doubt. From the year 1985 to 1995, that, that generation of millennials mm-hmm. saw more advancement in technology than any other generation before them. In everything, in everything, in computers, looking games. Yeah, I'm, that's that was literally what was going to come to my mind, like just thinking gaming consoles. I remember playing uh, Mario Brothers on the OG Nintendo with my grandfather. And then we got the Super Nintendo playing Donkey Kong. And then we didn't, we didn't do Sega. Um, and then we, didn't, we did a Nintendo 64. Yeah. And then it was Xbox. But... Man, you had PlayStation really changing the game. Mm-hmm. X- Xbox, PlayStation, and then the handhelds, the Game Boy Advances kept getting better and better. Yep. Uh, technology. I remember, like, when we were kids, what, cell phones, the uh, what, the Nokia brick. Yeah, the brick was, was the hot I, fashion. I think... Me, my brother was sharing one, I think, when I was 14. And by that, I mean whoever was out riding the four-wheeler had the phone in case something happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll find some of them one day in an archaeological dig. it still work, too. It'll still have the game Snake on it. It'll probably still have one bar of battery life on it. And two bars of service. <laughs> And uh, that was, well, it was a little bit after that, I guess, like maybe more with the razors and the slivers. Yeah. When you was making your own ringtone. And mm-hmm. now nobody has their phone on loud anymore. Nobody does. That is that is crazy. That used to be the thing back in the day, back in high school. You wanted to. You paid money for a, your favorite song to be yeah. your ringtone. And then you could Bluetooth, when Bluetooth come out big, big and. Share it started sharing it with each other. I mean, I remember I had like 300 different 
tones on my on my phone at one time. Did you have a preference when it came to razor or sliver? I had a razor. I had one too, but uh, I remember my buddy he had a sliver. I think I think the sliver was superior. I think it had more like phone stores where you could store more music. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Both of them though had a removable SD drive on them. I think that was balling too when phones did that. Yeah. And you could you could store a bunch of stuff on a little memory card. And then you had uh, a lot of people don't remember these. I still have mine, but uh, you had the uh, iPod. And the thing Ooh. that a lot of people forgot about was the Microsoft Zune. The Zune, I still got mine. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know or the Walkmans. You remember those? Yep. Did I remember riding the football bus or the baseball bus? Me, you, and Jalen in the back listening to System of a Down. Yeah, CD skipping with every bump in the road. Because I had like the $10 Dollar General <laughs> Walkman that couldn't handle any 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 vibration whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. You had to hold it. I had to hold, <laughs> I had to hold it in my hand or something to keep it from skipping. Those were the days. Yeah, man. Uh, grew up poor. I remember uh, my cousins, there were four of them, and it was me and my brother riding the school bus to school, getting off the school bus, and just having backyard football or whatever, basketball, baseball, whatever sport was in the season, you know? Yeah. And we all had bikes, riding bikes. Even park ball was awesome, man. Oh, yeah. We used to live for that. Park ball's still awesome, too. Yeah. It seems like all those those pure, and maybe it was just because, like, we were pure because we were kids, but, like, does it, like, feel like now, like, when you're at the ballpark, maybe it's just because we're adults, but you're always, like, you got on the hunt for, like, a, pedophile or a kid snatcher well, I think I think a lot of parents do that a lot of parents look for, for mm-hmm. science, especially in today's world that was one of the main reasons I quit coaching uh, even though I had a nephew on the field and I enjoy helping my brother I did find it kind of off-putting that you ain't got a dog in a spot why are you here <laughs> <laughs> but then like me you me you and uh, Mike coached the team Still iconic. Yeah, I remember that year. That was fun. The one and only one and only year I ever coached. Did you enjoy it? Yes mm, and no. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Definitely be yes and no. I think it's it's worth it. Uh, it's gonna stay. I remember like those kids that we coached, which they're not kids now, they're fully grown. Uh they yeah, got families of their own now. They're married. Yeah. <laughs> uh That's call, crazy. called me Coach Fire and like I was uh I taught them the uh the epic sign. Mm. <laughs> the won't you hit him? Yeah. Hit by pitch. Hit by pitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a little uh He's got a little pride about him. Why don't we uh, humble him a little bit? Give him a little humble, humble mm-hmm. sauce. Mm-hmm. What was I mean? So we came up during the end of, I guess, what you would call the industrial revolution to the technological revolution. Yep. 
So the millennial from 85 to 95 uh, had a touch of both. Like uh, the older millennials, I say their work ethic is probably a little bit better. Definitely. They work hard while the younger millennials and Gen Z, I I would say, probably work smart. Yeah. Yeah, I'll... I read somewhere, of course, now I don't know how true it is, but there's like different parts of millennials, like different categories of millennials. Millennials itself breaks down to you got like your exennials. Yeah. That, that's the ones that work hard. Yeah, that's the older bunch. Yeah, that's the older bunch that works hard. That is uh, what would probably like 35 to 45 or something. Some, yeah, I would say that. some of that, yeah. But even like, I think, I don't remember the exact break to where you become a zennial. Or Gen X, whatever the term is. Uh, I think it's like 80, 84, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Don't give me a lie. It's just a very unique group of people. Yeah. Because they got so much. We, I mean, we, we, were, we grew up and were raised on technology. Like, we yeah. saw the development of a phones. We saw the development computers. of ga- uh, computers, the development of gaming consoles. I mean, just alone... I think, <laughs> like going. Remember when we used to go to the library, yeah, in school, and you, if you got lucky, you got computer time. Yeah, like that alone taught me a bunch of stuff, like how to make this the pixel size bigger, you know, how to how to make it smaller, how to change the color, how to do different things like that, like just little stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember this guy at work; they kept picking on him because he was an older fella, but they kept making the the image so big that you can only see like part of the icon <laughs> one of the icons in the whole screen <laughs> and it, he couldn't figure out how to fix it oh man and he finally called me over there one day and i showed him and it, was, it wasn't nothing to me it was like second nature yeah know? but to him he was like how you know all this I'm like man i just i, I grew up with this mm-hmm. you know i grew up with i it. mean think about uh our kids today man like at two years old you put an ipad in their hand they know what to do yeah Mm-hmm. They'll be buying stuff off Amazon. Yep. You ain't careful. Got to put all these. Uh, is there a reason why you bought, you door dashed uh, a taco pack of tacos from Taco Bell? <laughs> they don't deliver out here. Wish they did. That'd be awesome. That stuff is expensive, dude. I've yeah. done uh, I've done door dash to the apartment once. And, like, you literally... Let's say it's a ten dollar meal, and then it's like ten, fifteen bucks to pay the guy to drive it out to you. Really? Yeah. Not to mention then the tip. Uh, uh-uh. give him a tip. And like you know, Kroger and Walmart, which you know you can order on the app and pull up, pull up. But some of those places will even deliver your groceries, and that's very nice, man. There's a guy I work with. That at one time he was fixing to start buying people's groceries for him, and like going to the store, getting lists from him, going to the store, buying the groceries, and then coming back, take them to the house. He was he was finna start up a business. I don't know if he ever did it or not, but if he did, he had he'd say he had something going. Well, I mean, all he would have to do is become a member of whatever app that is. I mean, he could probably still do it. Yeah, but the. The idea of it being your own business and you making max amount of profit is over. Oh yeah, that's over now. That's what I'm saying. If he if he stayed with it in the beginning, 
he may be doing good now. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't seen him. One thing I thought that was always going to be like my way out was, uh, and maybe they do. I mean, you work right there, but I always wanted to do like partner up with a friend of mine. And even if we just started like out of our kitchen at the house and prepared just a whole lot of food, loaded it up in the truck, go ahead and like, let's say we did, I don't know, barbecue sandwiches, baked beans and coleslaw or something like that. And go ahead and prepare the plate, have a cooler full of uh, Coca-Colas or whatever, and then go out to the Golden Triangle exit and serve everyone at Pat Car, SDI, yeah. and all that. Yeah, you need a lot. <laughs> yeah. And, I, 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 dude, I'm, I'm telling you, it's like, I think you would probably triple your prop. Like, each time you did it, you would, like, let's say it cost you $300 to buy all the food that you needed. I don't think it would be absurd to think you would make a grand that day. Yeah, you probably, you would, because there's nothing out there. <laughs> yeah, and I imagine you got to get tired of going to Texaco or whatever it is every yeah, day. Yeah, JR's. It, <clears throat> they got all right food, but it's, it gets old. Mm-hmm. We got a cafeteria in Pacar, and uh, it used to be really good. It's gone downhill? Yeah, well, I mean, it ain't gone downhill. It's, yeah, it has. Yeah, it's gone downhill. Breakfast is good, though. I just, you know, anytime you have options, I think, like, you know, maybe you don't go out there every day. Maybe you just go out there on, like, Tuesday and Thursdays or, you know, maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Just however people, however they're enjoying it, you know. Or if they want you out there every day, go out there every day. Yeah. You prep, you, you get everything ready the night before. You wake up that morning. You and your buddies start cooking together. And just think about the fellowship with that. Yeah, that'd be fun. And then you go out there and you, you're just slinging Coca-Colas and plates. Plates at people. Yeah, you do good. Cause I mean, that was, that was one thing that I've I've always wanted to do, man, is just, just strike it out on my own and have my own business. Like, working those festivals with Monson and selling the beard mm-hmm. products, I've always thoroughly enjoyed with that. And plus, there's perks. You're a vendor, and let's say there's music. Like, I've caught some of the, like, Jason Isbell. Like, I've, I caught him twice just because I happened to be working a festival he was playing at and I didn't have to pay yeah I was a vendor I was VIP so to speak yeah yeah it definitely comes with his perks mm-hmm. and after you get to work in these festivals uh, you know especially like in the area all the other vendors you get to know them and then after you've been working one vendor for like two or three years straight man people remember you and they start they start looking for you you know yeah you start building them relationships Mm-hmm. Yeah, fellowship's something I think that a lot of people take for granted. That was one thing that really became clear to me uh, coming out of the pandemic was uh, when the the music scene started opening back up and just how hungry people were just to get back out. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people that they they still they're still not out. Yeah. I, I don't know where they are. Maybe they're just they become homebodies, or maybe they found somewhere else. Some hermit crabs. Yeah, I don't like I don't like going to places honestly, just because. Well, it depends. If I'm with my family, if I'm with my wife and my child, I'm on I'm on edge. Yeah. No matter where 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 we're at, I'm on edge, worried about safety. That's just me. But if it's me and you, I wouldn't be so worried. Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, I think about all the, the Memphis Mays and things that we've done. I mean, there was zero worry. It was just fun. <laughs> oh, we didn't even... We had no worry in the world, no care in the world. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. But, uh, I think... I think my music festival days are over, though. Really? Like, I... I far as throwing them and helping out with events I'm, I'm down to do that but like a big three day thing like a Bill Street Music Fest or like a Bonnaroo or Jazz Fest I've, I'm not interested really anymore and there's uh, most of the bands that I've wanted to see I've been fortunate enough to see them yeah some of them multiple times now there's only one band I haven't seen that I'd like to see. Who's up? Foo Fighters. You want to see Foo Fighters? Yeah. Uh, so the, I, I'm blanking on the guy's name, but um, they did find a replacement for Taylor. Uh, and he's the drummer from, do you remember the band Vandal? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, good pick on Dave's part. Yeah. But, uh... That's one of those rarities, you know, like when Stone Temple Pilots, after uh, Scott passed, and they put out that, that single, Meadows, yeah. it just it just wasn't Stone Temple Pilots Not anymore, yeah. But, like, Taylor might be one of those players in the band where it just, it it just ain't, ain't the same. It ain't the same without him. He's phenomenal for sure. What was that? I don't know. There's all kind of stuff out here on the porch. <laughs> Some beating and banging. Beating and banging. I'm going to get me some solar panels put on top of the house. You should. Try to become as off-grid as possible. That, uh, a lot of people in Starkville have begun to do it, and how that works is, and some of them have enough solar panels to where, what that do, that, that energy is being fed back into the system. Yeah. And so... You could get paid by the company. It won't never... I don't think you could ever get to that point, but it could get to the point to where it's practically free. Oh. I don't know if they would ever pay you to... That I'm would be gonna, counterintuitive for them. I'm going to do all of mine then. Which Alabama Power might have something... Because that's more of like a co-op. Yeah. And we're, we're a municipality. Like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, maybe maybe Alabama Power has some kind of deal like that. I think they probably well, are. I'm on Tom Bigby. That's a co-op too. Okay. I like Tom Bigby. They they do good. You call you your power goes out. You call, it's up within an hour. That's so crazy to me. Just They're like so quick. This side of Kennedy is Tom Bigby, and then the south side is Alabama Power. Well, Tom Bigby buys it from Alabama Power. Uh huh. Yeah, and Alabama Power buys it from the TVA. Yeah, all that power, power, power. Wonder working power in the blood. <laughs> yeah, man. Take it back to uh, just growing up, man. Like, what was what was just some of your favorite things? Man, I, the thing I started thinking about the most was like foods and stuff that like are discontinued. Like we had them when we had them once, but we don't have them again. They're gone, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, I I don't know if if anybody will even know what I'm talking about. But there is some some I miss called bug pops i don't remember that bug pops was 
Timon and Pumbaa off Lion King. And they had, it was like a popsicle, but it had little gummies that was worms and bugs and stuff without, with, throughout the popsicle in random spots. And like I remember me and my sister used to like, whoever got the most gummies got to eat an extra popsicle like, <laughs> or something like that, you know. But I remember like there's other foods too, like some of the, like the Scooby-Doo snacks. The ones with the, the the Scooby-Doo heads that was like bright blue. I remember those. Cream savers. They don't do cream savers anymore? No, can't find it. You can find them in some places, but it's not like a main chain, like a big like promoted company. It's like some mom and pops made some or something. I, th- I, th- I always believed like cream savers. You remember the strawberry candies? Yeah. Oh, you talking about the yeah and the with the, the red and green wrapper? Mm-hmm. It looks like a little strawberry. Yeah, it looks like a little strawberry. I thought that like that was something between old church ladies, like you know how you pass the offering plate. Yeah. Like there was a secret meeting between nice old ladies in church to where they distributed the strawberry candy because that was literally the only place the I ever place. saw it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Boy, I remember I used to always go digging through Mama's purse. And then where there's original. Oh, yeah. Those were, like, always old men. Like, I, uh-huh. most old men I knew, like, kept that thing on them. And I used to hate it as a kid. Like, I used to hate those. But now, as I get older, they're really good. And food, man, like, today, we think about, like, the food pyramid when we were growing up and just how much it's changed. Right, you got me. I bet it's changed so much. Like the official version, I haven't ever I haven't looked at one, but I'm which I mean it, it it was it was BS anyway because like it wasn't like if you ate that much every day I mean you would be as big as a truck, <laughs> and now like it seems like everything is so processed. Oh yeah, dude! Like it's it's, it's hard to get like just you can't be food. a whole food whole food. It's almost impossible. Mm-hmm. But I understand it at the same time. Because there's no telling what we're doing. Even just drinking, like, just a drink. Like, any kind of drink. Like the new Dr. Pepper, strawberries and cream. Have you tried that? Oh, it's delicious. Oh, my Lord. That's like heaven came down and struck a Dr. Pepper. (laughs) And we get to drink it now. I could drink a 12-pack by myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Easy. In a day. I've, uh, at work, I keep, uh... I'm on the no sugar Dr. Peppers. Yeah. And Mountain Dews. And like a no sugar Mountain Dew just tastes like a diet Mountain Dew. Yeah. But I'm like looking at the ingredients and I was like, well, if you ain't putting no sugar in there, it's probably going to be like a Diet Coke situation or yeah. it's aspartame, aspartame. Which is probably worse. It actually is, especially if you're like, like your, if your family has a history of MS, mm-hmm. uh, it tends to flare up uh, lesions. On the brain, if you do too much aspartame. We had a uh, talking about like just check this out. What's our water cooler at work? Uh, you know, you got the big jug and you yeah tap it down, mm-hmm. and pull the lever to get water. We had our water guy stop by. Uh, I think Thursday at work. He's you know taking the old bottles and bringing the new ones in. And I don't know who started changing out the water cooler. It used to be me, and then just someone 
Ellis magically started doing it. And, like, I was having to go behind them and, like, taking the jug off and putting it back on because they weren't peeling back the sticker and that <laughs> paper was getting in the way or you couldn't get anything out. And I was talking to the water guys about that and I was like, could you tell me a little bit just about, like, how to properly clean this thing? And I was like, you know, I'm just like surface level getting this thing clean in between jugs and they picked the thing up and like dismantled the actual cooler portion of it black mode everywhere yeah <laughs> yeah that make you feel good and like me and my co-worker we were like looking at it and we're like oh my god dude there's no telling how long it's been like this and we all been drinking it let's not tell the girls <laughs> they will freak out <laughs> And uh, I was talking to them, it's like, hey, can you check our contract with y'all to see if this is y'all's machine or our machine? And if that's the case, can we get it traded out? And turns out it, it was our machine, so we have to buy one from them now. But oh, that sucks. And that's that's one thing that they told us, like, do periodically just take the jug off, take some dawn, and just clean all the parts, keep the mold out. Because, like, can't tell you how many people were contracted with us to where they don't do any kind of routine maintenance and people start getting sick and then lo and behold there's the problem oh that makes a lot of sense you never know there's so much stuff that can be hidden i mean you got that you got that water cooler but you got clean water in a bottle mm-hmm. that comes out somewhat clean mm-hmm. what else are you to think of it you know like you can't see none of the pipes on the inside right you know it's like it's a lot of things like that mm-hmm never know what you're drinking out of or after or before Mm-mm. i mean what was that uh is it was it detroit michigan or wherever that's had like the the water problem flint, flint. forever yeah and now jackson has a problem mm-hmm. and it's infrastructure man and that's one thing i will say about working infrastructure for uh startable is like we routinely change out neighborhood pipes whether it's sewer and water lines now, when it comes in, inside the home, that's on the homeowner. But, like, on our end, we do keep and maintain our infrastructure. Yeah. Uh, because else you'll get in a mess like Jackson to where it's – I can't remember the number, but I think it was billion with a B, billions of dollars it was going to take to fix that infrastructure. Yeah. So now it. you have people in Jackson proper who just have to live with this. Live with bottles of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that ain't right. Oh, I hope that wind don't mess it up. It ain't. It ain't? Nah. That will. That will? That spiked it. Okay. Who's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> checking? <laughs> um, yeah, but it's different snacks growing up, different drinks. Of, for name, the most, for name, the, name, name, name one of your favorite snacks as a kid that there isn't today. And it, may, it ain't really got to be... Uh, gone today they could still make it but it's not the same like my my example would be uh fruit gushers oh they're different oh they're 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 all red oh they don't do the multicolored they don't do multicolored ones anymore every every pack every box we get they come out all red talking about i taste different than this one no you don't you're the same color you taste the same (laughs) you can't taste color you can't taste different and be the same color just don't work yeah skittles really taught us that Uh uh-huh We've had our training our whole life, but name name something. Can you think of anything? I can think of vitamins. Taking Flintstones, 
I used to used to eat them. I remember they were always like chalky. Mm-hmm. Bad chalky. But now you got the gummy option. Yeah, but the chalks is the ones. That's the OGs. Yeah, that's that's. I took those. They still kid, fighting. Dude. They still fighting germs off inside our bodies today. Mm-hmm. Still surviving. Yeah, I chalked that up to surviving COVID, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flintstones. <laughs> uh, the Flintstones. Uh, I'm trying to think of. I want to say maybe like. And just the price of some of the things. Yeah. Is is something else you can talk about completely? Like a I honey bun. You, you used to get a 12 ounce can of like Pepsi or Coke for a quarter. Yeah. And you used to get a whole honey bun for 35 cents, mm-hmm. 45 cents, something like that. Bag of chips was under a dollar. I remember, I remember the first time that Mountain Dews was over a dollar. We were working at the one stop. Yeah, I remember because I, I remember my daddy complaining about it. And now it's two fifty. Mm. I remember when cigarettes and uh, chewing tobacco was more affordable. Yeah, a can of dips six bucks. Mm-hmm. Packing my cigarettes is ten bucks. Ridiculous. Thanks, Biden. <laughs> well, it's just constant. And think about this is like, man, I, I like buying energy drinks. I remember, like, you could get a Red Bull for, like, two twenty nine, like, two or three years ago. Now they're almost $3 a little can. And then Monster was, like, $1.89, and now they're over 3 three, bucks. Three eighty nine now. Mm-hmm. It's like, and the thing about it, let's say we get this inflation under control. That price ain't going back down. Once it's up, it's up. Yeah, it's there. That's the reason, like, any, like, uh, 401k plans and stuff like that, I'm not trying to discourage anybody from investing. If you want to invest, invest. But what I'm saying is, these people are trying to get you to to pick a plan that's going to come into effect 20 to 40 years from right now. How much money are you really going to have in 40, 20 to 40 years from now? What will the dollar be worth in 20 or 40 years from now? You look at history, everything, the dollar just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yes. Everything gets more and more. It's a big bubble. And nothing nothing stops. It don't stop. It just keeps going up and up and up and up. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're saying I'm gonna have oh I'm gonna have this money? They're telling me now like well you're gonna have you'll have a million dollars a million dollars, you know when you when you retire from here. What's that gonna do? And then when you get get there, a million dollars you know keeps you up for like two years because <laughs> you got to pay rent now or something you know something stupid you know anything. I think a lot of people think about it this way. I mean, probably not because y'all are on like family property and this is something that can stay within the family right but a lot of people like in the city who own townhomes that's their retirement is yeah. when they get ready not not only you know 401k but they also have this property that the value continues to go up on yeah so when they get ready to retire they sell their home then they next thing you know they're living their best life down in florida that sounds like a plan i mean i mean because that's diversifying your portfolio right yeah is you have a 401k let's say yeah you got a you got a stock guy that's trying to make good decisions with your investment and then you have your property and home value 
And so with all that combined, you'll probably be okay. But man, like I know so many families right now since this inflation has just run rampant so bad, like paycheck to paycheck that used to not be paycheck to paycheck. I know people who are having to put groceries on credit cards. It's it's ridiculous, dude. Yeah. And no end in sight. I just don't understand where people keep getting their money, get, getting their money from too, because people are still buying, especially vehicles. Yeah, like and vehicles a, are ridiculous, man. It's like for a house, like a house, like a house payment every month. Mm-hmm. Thousand dollar truck payment. Like that's ridiculous. My car is four hundred something, and I think that's too much. My truck, which it's paid off now, but uh, it was. 366 a month mm. and I think that was over five years but I paid it off in four well look at you that was my biggest bill and uh, which ever since I paid that off I've been attacking like credit card debt and other debts you know smallest smallest throwing mm-hmm. throwing as much as I possibly can at it to knock, knock one at a time and then like Okay, I was paying, let's just say, 150 at that. That freed up 150 on whatever I've been paying on this next lowest one. Yeah, I got 150 extra. Throw at that now. Mm-hmm. Start really knocking stuff out. Yeah, it's like a chain reaction. Yep. But if you're not careful, man, it's like let's say you get you find a new job with like let's say you were making 50,000. Now you get a bump up to 80. Yeah. And then you think you're just going to be saving all that money. No, you're going to, like, you'll live to those memes. Mm-hmm. Like, your way of life will alter. Yeah. Change. To that. To where you think It'll you're going to have more money, but you're not. You're just spending more. Yeah. You'll have more things. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's another thing, like, uh, uh, you see, you know, it's that keeping up with the Joneses mentality to where, yeah. Some of you buddies has got the nice boat and got the got the, the, the got the river house. The GMC Denali or whatever else and you're like, My God, dude, I know he's not loaded like that. Well dude, he's probably just in a lot of debt. A lot of debt up to his eyeballs. Yeah. Thankfully that's the one thing I'm glad that I don't have. My car and my house is the only thing that I owe anything on. I'm I'm just down to like a couple of credit cards and student loans. See, they need to just forgive that student loan. They just need to forget it. Well, I mean, that was a big part of, I believe, why. I mean, that was a that was a promise that Biden made, which he's, it's not going to be fulfilled. No, but, um, but he needs to try to stay in his ground on that one. Well, I think he he has tried. It's just that would that would further inflate everything. Yeah, I th- which I. It'd be, it would be nice. <laughs> that would that would help me out, but then I think about, like, everyone else. Like, it's going to have to come from somewhere. Yeah, it will come from the same people who need it. So it's like, if, if it's, you know, I personally took the loan out, so I do believe it's my personal responsibility to pay it. I've, I agreed to pay that debt. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, like, let's just say, like, you've, scratched it and it didn't come out in other people's taxes or anything else that would be cool but like what happens 
what happens to that amount? Yeah. I would even be down if, like, they well, made it to where interest rate was no longer a thing. Like, it was just fixed. Well, it ain't like they couldn't. I mean, because what is the dollar anyway? Well, you is know, that, it's, it's, a, it's a number on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, it's not like it a doesn't exist. Dollar. I mean, you saw all these bank runs that have happened That's this what year. I'm saying, like, that we what is the dollar? If you don't have something of value physically, you have nothing but a number on a screen. Yeah. Like, if you don't have gold or silver or something that you know is physical, physical that you can grab, you can trade with, you can do things with, it's gonna be. gonna be difficult to back up yeah there's a with bricks uh that's brazil russia india china saudi arabia they're all making deals now and you know our dollar is backed by the petrodollar like and when you trade globally the u.s currency is is the trade currency uh bricks seeks to displace that if that happens what is the dollar worth if it's because it used to be backed by gold, now it's backed by petro. Yeah. If it if it's not backed by anything, dude, it's literally worthless, right? Pretty much. Well, there's already not enough gold in Fort Knox. France was the one that caught us out on that. There's, there's no way. Too much. Too much money. I do like. It's um, good coffee. I will say that I like the resilience of some people who maybe had the land or the means to do so, but I see so many more people being innovative. Like they have chickens, they have animals now, uh, they have their own garden. Mm-hmm. I got my pumpkins. Mm-hmm. It's it, 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 this this economy has really forced people to become like more self reliant, which is probably a good thing because I think it was something that might have been dying off almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like. Our great our great grandparents really really farmed. Mm-hmm. They really did do good big gardens and relied on it. Mm-hmm. Our grandparents did medium gardens. Yeah, not so big. And now and, like and a lot it of... tapered off the older they got. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then and that get that left us to where we don't do it at all. Yeah, like we don't hardly do it at all. And I think that was something that was dying. And, I'm glad that it's not. I'm glad it's coming back. Me and Jessica's got plans to do some raised garden raised. We got our garden over at her grandmother's all mm-hmm. plowed up. We're gonna plant some okra and stuff. <coughs> That's good too, man. And uh like, like think about those big gardens like our great grandparents and grandparents had. Something else that they were really good at was canning. You know, it wasn't so much of yeah, maybe they shared within the family and the community, but also they understood scarcity to where yeah we're growing more than what we need but we're gonna we're gonna can this and put it on shelves or we're gonna freeze it to where we have some for later you know and i've used some some of the stuff that my grandmother canned years ago i still use what my grandma can man and like it'd be like tomato sauce or something Mm -hmm. and i make like lasagna or something with it or spaghetti and it'll be so good it's like, what did they do? How did mm. they do that? Well, we still got deep freezes full of like. Speaking meat. of food, speaking of food, we 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 did the food thing. Mm-hmm. But what about like TV shows from back in the day? There's one that I cannot remember the name of it. But come on, Nickelodeon, 
And it had something to do with like a tomb. Hmm. I can't remember the name of it. Well, there were there were so many shows that when we were kids, it seems like it has like that. Uh, think about Shazam with Sinbad, or was it Shaq? Uh, Bernstein Bears, you know. Yeah. Uh, to where like some of the things that we think we remember, it's like it's been it's been memory hold or something, or it never did exist. Uh, I think back when MTV actually played music. Yeah, I remember waking up in the mornings. Mm-hmm. For school, watching Taking school, Back Sunday. Listen, though, well, I would listen to like the top ten or whatever what countdown it was. Well, I remember when Nelly song won. Ah. Am number one. Mm-hmm. Man, if you don't like it, you take it sit down and write it. Hey, uh. I listen to that song every morning before I come to school. Oh, that was your that was your theme song. That was my theme song, I guess. I wasn't number one. I thought it, but I was number twenty nine. <laughs> can you can you think of a show though that, that they don't have no more that? Yeah, I, I remember like. Uh, Ah, scary people, scary monsters. Yeah, Rocco's Dude, modern I had, life. Yeah, I had that. I had that. Uh, ah, scary monsters. That was a video game too. I had that. Mm-hmm. I yeah. played that. Talking on Super Nintendo. Uh huh. Yep. I remember that show. Teenage uh, Mutant Ninja Turtles. Thing about TV shows, like most of my mom was fairly strict on uh, me and my brother growing up. Like there were a lot of shows my friends were watching. The only time I could watch it is if I was over at my, their house because my mom did not allow us to watch it. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you watch Pokemon? Wasn't allowed. Mm. It, it, man, it was too finale for her to allow us to watch Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z was awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like the best there is. Which, I mean, and think about this, it's so opposite today, but, like, when we were growing up, my parents and grandparents, like, and it's just different now, uh, but... We get home from school, or if it was a hot summer day, like you were locked out of the house. If you needed something to drink, you get it out of the house. Yeah. Go, go play with your cousins. Go get in the woods. Go, pl- go play in the yard. Come back after dark. Yeah. So I mean, I don't really remember watching a whole lot of TV when I was a kid. Like when no. I was a teenager, I watched a lot of MTV. Like uh, the, it was really only certain days that I did it. Saturday morning Saturday cartoons. Morning, Saturday morning was one of the top ones because I used to watch Spider Man. Oh, talking about shows that no longer exist that could. Uh, whatever happened to Looney Tunes? You got to go to Me Channel to get that. And, I mean, some of those cartoons still run. Like, they still run, like, Scooby-Doo and all that. But, dude, I would... I used to love, like, you know, you get on Bravo and you can watch Tom and Jerry, but it was so hard to find, like, maybe even Boomerang, but it was so hard to, like, find Wile E. Coyote and the Roadrunner duking it out. You got a special order right now. Mm-hmm. And even, I think, with entertainment like that, you know, everything is so... It's everything is streamed now, and that's the yeah, kind that's of... That's what I was about to say. Everything is killing everything. <laughs> it's like, you see, it was the A-Tracks, and then it went to the cassette, mm-hmm. and it went to the CD, and then, you know, MP3, and now everything's streamed. Mm-hmm. It's like, what else is there to give up? 
<laughs> yeah. There has when it comes to music, there has been a resurgence for CDs and vinyl. And vinyl, yeah. I see some a lot of musicians like with their vinyl, they'll create a package to where you can get a vinyl and cassette. And, and cassette. Yeah. And a lot of people, I don't know if they're actually, you know, spinning the cassette tape, but uh, it's a collector. I've got I've got a lot of cassettes. I do too, but they're like vintage. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> bought, I haven't bought any recently. <laughs> and I remember being a teenager, and uh, my dad had a pretty nice stereo system, and like we used to tape the radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was back like before it was pre-internet, or at least where yeah. we were from, because we're 15 years behind everybody. But yeah, uh, there was a lot of times when you would hear a song on the radio, and if the DJ didn't tell you, you didn't know. Yep. You didn't know the name of the song. You might have known the band, but you didn't know the name of the song. You remember some of that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and then uh, Louis Linguini with the Saturday Night Regrind. Saturday Night Regrind, yeah, baby. Used to go hard, dude. There's the music I listen to when I think about nostalgic things. It's called Aquatic Ambience. It's just like uh, whale night, whale sounds or something. Oh, it's just a synth. Remember Donkey Kong? That is exactly Donkey Kong. When you're in the water. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's tit for tat. That, that's what it was. Uh-huh. I love listening to this. And then thinking about, like, nostalgic things. Like, hey, there's something about this music with thinking about nostalgic things just goes together so well. Is that... That's kind of Disney's run on us right now. It's like there are all these live-action movies. Trying to bring it all back. Like, not only is it making you nostalgic but you also get to do that with your kid yeah now. with my kid I like Little Mermaid we went and seen it the other day and I was surprised it wasn't it wasn't didn't have nothing really that was like woke I was expecting something yeah something, different something forced down your something throat different yeah but it was actually a really good movie it followed the storyline really well the only difference was like on the, in the cartoon at the end the boy and the girl are on a boat out at sea when Ursula comes. And in this one, she wasn't. But Melissa McCarthy did a good job being Ursula. She did a perfect mix of funny and scary. Mm-hmm. I heard, like, the ending was a little changed to where it was the dude fighting off Ursula to this time it was uh, Ariel fighting her off. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, her dad comes back. King Triton comes back. I think. Shoot, did I watch the end of it? I might, I might have missed the ending. Because hmm. I don't remember it. Hmm. What do you think about, like, now that it's hit Mississippi, um, what do you think about, like, with the uh, medical dispensaries and all that? Are you for it? Uh, Yeah, if you really need it. If a doctor says you really need it, yeah. I think it does. Uh, I'm, I'm. I think I'm, it's a better. I think it's a better alternative, especially coming from my standpoint. Of, I've had three back surgeries, uh, and if you told me which one was better, opioids or, uh, or getting a green card, I'm gonna tell you getting a green card is a lot safer. Yeah, I mean it just, it just is. No, I mean there's no. If and buts about it. I mean, you can actually, you can kill yourself with opioids. Absolutely. You can kill your family. 
and the the medication that they prescribe to get you off of the opioid it gets is you worse. Hooked. It gets you hooked on it to where you have to have it. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like heroin, right? The the medicine prescribed to get you off heroin is worse. Yeah, Suboxone is pretty strong. But. Yeah, I've uh, I've had so many uh, so many of my friends now that they they got their green card and I've they've they've really opened up to kind of tell their story of pain and how they were you know how they used to struggle and i mean every day was just painful for them and now that they have their green card and you know they can kind of stay high so to speak to where it's like their pain management they can better regulate yeah i'm just wondering how like companies are going to do it like they're going to have to have a test that like can prove that you're high at the moment i would think because it stays in your system, mm-hmm. you know. But well, I mean, a lot of people that mean you actually are high at the moment. Well, some people are prescribed like narcotics and go to work. Oh yeah, I know. And it's not tested for. Well, it might be tested, but if it pops up, you got a prescription for it. Right. So it should be the it should be the same with marijuana. Should be the same. Yeah. And I mean, like that's a lot. I've heard a lot of people kicking this around now. Like those weed patients are really throwing the word HIPAA around, like their right to their privacy when it comes to their medical history. Mm-hmm. You never know. And it's crazy, like, just how innovative potheads are, man. Like, all the different, like, you have uh, not only just the flower itself, but uh, you can take an edible. It can be, like, a candy, or it, they can, you know, put it in a type of food. Uh, you have the vape pens, you have the dabs. You, I mean, there's a million different ways to ingest it. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of, like, maybe, what are, I, can you think of anything that would be, like, negative about it? About the green card? Mm-hmm. I could definitely see some people abusing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, everything's... Everything's abused. I mean, everything. Some, you name it, somebody's abusing it somewhere. Yeah. You know? Well, I've heard inverse stories to where, like, you know, people were, like, smoking an ounce of, a week, and now they're just down to, like, because it's 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 highly regulated. You can only get so many grams a week, and so, like, yeah. it has taught some people a little bit better about it's It's with anything. It could be with alcohol. It could be with a soft drink, like, moderation. Everything's okay in moderation. If you, if you can, if you cannot abuse the substance, I mean that's when you're winning, right? Yeah. But if you're always like chasing the dragon, so to speak, like you're in a bad way. Mm-hmm. But it being regulated to where you can only get so much a week is uh, that's one way to kind of hone hone that in to where people won't really do it. They'll be trying to figure out ways to get getting more a week. Well, yeah, I mean, you could still do it the old-fashioned way and have a, a drug dealer. Yeah. I don't know why you would, but... Right. Because, like, uh, there was a story recently in Columbus where um, a guy was uh, smoking a, a weed joint in a public parking lot. Just so happened that his uh, son was there with him and his son didn't have a green card so the the father got arrested 
Mm. And uh, the son got charged too. Wow. And so, uh, and that's another thing. It's like just because you have your green card, it don't mean you can just light it up at your kid's baseball game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, this game is boring, man. <laughs> I'm about to hype it up. Let's spice it up a little bit. Yeah. You got the umpire out there in the field just lighting one up. <laughs> Safe, I think. <laughs> and you know what? You're out. Yeah, you're out. I'm kind of tired of being here. Chicago. <laughs> You're out of there. Go on, get. Let's get out of Oh, man, that's good. Oh. That's a good movie from the 90s. Ace Ventura? Ace Ventura. Comedy really isn't the same. Do you like the first one or the second one better? Second one, when he's uh, when he when goes Nature to Calls is yeah. probably my favorite, too. Now, Pet Det- Detective's good, though. It's classic. But that's one of the rarities to me to where the when Nature Calls is, it was better. Yeah, when the second one's better than the first. doesn't happen a lot. And that was, uh, I saw the second one before I saw the first one. Did you? I did. Wow. Like, uh, I, I think I was like a teenager before I saw like the original one. Blue 42. Blue 42. Had Courtney Cox in there. Yeah. Uh, comedy, man. Like, I recently watched Talladega Nights. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking. Help me, Oprah. Tom Cruise put his witchcraft on me. Or, <laughs> put your witchcraft on me. Oh, man. Uh, but. I watched that. I watched that and Step Brothers the other day. Two of the most probably. Well, that and Tropic Thunder. I mean, there's a there's a few uh, old school of dodgeball of a lot of those movies are in, insanely quotable still to this day, and they they're almost you know they're 20 years old. And you think about comedy today, it's it's just it's just not the same. No. It's it's not as quotable. It's it's just it ain't what it used to be. It's few and far between what I think's funny. Because yeah. it has to be a certain person. Are you interested in seeing uh, Burt Crusher's The Machine? No. You don't like Burt? Not really. Uh, you know, you want to know why? Because of his laugh. When he gets really wild up and he gets that high pitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't stand it. You don't think that's part of the bit? Oh, it sucks, <laughs> Bert. If you're out there, hearing, I mean, no, I mean, no, no, no hard feelings, but it's annoying. My buddy Tyler loves him. Like, uh, recently went and saw him in Tupelo. Oh, he's in Tupelo. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't even be interested in seeing him live? Probably not. No. I mean, I probably would, depending on who was with him. You uh, have you ever been to a comedy show? Yes. Yeah, I've been to well. I have, I haven't been to like, uh, like a big person's event special or nothing. But I've been to the Stardome, and did the open mic. Okay. And there was one night that a woman who had a who'd had a special on Comedy Central, she wanted to try out some of her new stuff. Yeah. So she come in the side room where we was and gave us a bit that was pretty good. She was really funny. Uh, she made fun of my sister in law the whole time. Which was was fun, yeah. But, uh, that was pretty neat. 
so that's 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 really like the only comedy show I guess I've been to. I've been I've been more into them lately. Like uh, I'd I, love to go to some open mics around here. I'm, I'm I would like to create that scene within the open mic that I run at Monson's. Man, it's like I've been I've been asking comedians to come out and you know run some bits and uh it's good practice it's open mic it's what it's for and an open mic is it's not just for musicians i mean if you wanted to come out and read poetry you know yeah i, I would totally be down with you doing that jazz poetry yeah whatever you wanted to do it's an open mic and if like let's say an artist wanted to come out there and paint people while they were doing whatever they were doing hmm. you know let's get all the arts out there yeah i mean hell with porch fest i mean that was one thing that i always try to book some comedians yeah and i've they're good mcs if anything mm-hmm mm-hmm and i'm i'm hoping like next year's porch fest is which is the go every time is bigger and better every year so i was I mean, sick this past year but i hated missing it i didn't get to come all good man like uh come. it'll come again yes i'm ready for next year It'll be here before we know it, dude. dude My little girl's about to be seven. Mm-hmm. Seven. Time flying by, dude. Like, dude, dude where's I, it going, I blinked, man? I blinked and half this year's over. Where's it going? They didn't tell us it. They did. They tried to tell us, but what was we to do about it? Yeah. That's ain't the no, question. Yeah. <laughs> ain't nothing you could do. I, I, well, that's the, they keep, they, some, some people still keep telling me that, you know, and I'm like, well, tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what I need to do. Like, don't tell me that I'm messing up. Tell me how to fix it. Like, cause you think about it. Like, I'm one generation away from living life like John Mayer on my own. On my own, same dude. So it's I got, like I got one. I got one grandma left. I got one grandma left. I got one grandma left. That's it. So it's like, who am I gonna go to? Yeah. Who am I gonna ask? Like, I know there is. Oh my lord! Sent from the time he died till now. I probably have a million questions I could ask my granddaddy. Same, man. I remember it probably took me two or three months. But I remember when my grandpa passed. Like, any time there was a vehicle problem or if there was, like, an issue in the home, like if Mm -hmm. I needed to work on something, or even just life advice. Yeah. I always called him, and it took me two or three months. Like, after he passed, I was calling his old cell phone number. And I would hear his voicemail, and then when I heard his voice, it would click. It's like, you he can't call him no yeah, more. He He's not there. Anymore, yeah. I'm the same way. And the thing is, too, like, I can get caught up on thinking about stuff like that. And then that affects what I'm seeing now. <laughs> it's a vicious, vicious cycle. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, if I don't pay attention and quit moping, I'm going to miss what I'm talking about right now. Like, Carly, she's growing so fast. She's grew, I want to say she grew six inches in a year and a half. It's so crazy, like, uh, seeing those, you know, first day of first grade and last day. Yeah. And just, they grow like weeds, man. I just don't understand it. And I do understand it, but it's just like, I'm sitting here, I can't mope about it, or I'll miss more of it. It's like, that's the fight with me though, because I love nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, I love thinking about old things. I love messing with old things. I love going to antique shops. 
I love that. I can't tell you how many days like I'll get off work and I'm on, I'm driving home, and I'm I'm just thinking about like the days like when we would get out of school and like we were piled up in my bedroom playing Halo. Yeah. Or we were camping. Mm-hmm. Or just playing ball, and I'm I, you know I get I get a little uh, nostalgic about that. But if you get caught up in the nostalgia, you miss what you got right here. It's just like, got to find the happy medium. Can't let the nostalgia kill you. That's that's real. Can't let your past be your present tense. And that's that's one thing, too, is like, whether it's the open mic or, like, I've got interns at work now. And, you know, some of these are college students or you know maybe fresh out of high school and it's like they don't know they don't they don't really know anything like yeah i'm literally teaching these these people about our trade and what we do yeah. and also like teaching them work ethic and like we're at that point now to where we are we are the ones our generations should be the ones calling the shots now like we're yeah. at that and it's kind of scary at the same like yeah it's the, something, something kind of like you don't really want but the baton is passed yeah. right you kind of don't want it, but you do at the same time. Like, I, the thought of the thought of me making more money sounds good until I realize I gotta manage all these people. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. I, there, there was an opportunity to where I could like move up and work, <coughs> and yeah, more money, but more problem. You know, like you said, and I've been, uh, I've been in those supervisor or manager roles, and I, I remember like, yeah, the money's nice, but dude, it's like the pressure of it and like when you get off work it's like i understand why there are bar flies because like work just sucks and now yeah. i just want to go drink and not think about it <laughs> just get something to get it out of my head yeah yeah i don't that's, that's the reason i'm i'm happy where i'm at right now i just it ain't too much it's not too little it's more than i need honestly but i'm on light duty right now still too yeah so I don't do nothing. That's another thing too. It's like uh, I've recently was hanging out with this guy, and dude, it's like I guess I haven't been around these types of people a whole lot. To where like most of my inner circle, like you and other people, is like we don't really care about money. Not really. Like we like we like spending it, but we don't mind. We don't want to save it. Yeah. It doesn't matter to us, and like when I'm hearing him talk about his mindset and the way that he perceives reality, it's all, it's all about money. And I'm like, dude, I don't care about things or money. I just I care about like relationships, you people. know. Yeah, I care about people. Yeah. And like, money helps. Yeah. With that, but I think if you follow it in that order of loving people first, <laughs> the money thing. And that's another thing. That. Like even in like Christian circles, people get that mixed up, and like they get the thing twisted, like. I'll, I'll hear him misquote the scripture. It's like it's the love of money that's the root of all evil. It's yeah. not money itself. Yeah, it's not money itself. That's true. Money can do great things, mm-hmm. and it can do it in the name of your God. Mm-hmm. But you love it too much. You know that's you know that's why I, I, I say I'd give over half of the lottery if if God would give me the numbers. I'd give over half to the church. I would, I would pay, I would, I would pay my debts off. But like, you wouldn't see me like balling out a brand new truck. No, I wouldn't be. I would, I would live the same because I would be giving people money. 
I, I mean, think about say, that, say, though. say if you win. It's illegal, though. You can't like you can't just give people money. Like I'll create a charity and give it to them. Yeah, give it to the charity, and they'll profit from it. Yeah. Somehow or another, I get I don't get people money because you. If it's five hundred million, okay, they take half of that two fifty. Yeah. In taxes, you still got two hundred fifty million dollars. Take twenty people, give them a million dollars, and how much money you still got? Two hundred thirty million dollars. Still more than what you'll ever need. <laughs> yeah. So like I would have a, I have a list of forty people that would get a million dollars. They just go play the lotto then. <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna say that God just won't let me be a, a millionaire through the lottery. He just won't send me the numbers, and I'm saying that in hopes that He will. Well, I think about it. I think, it, and uh, it's that Chris Stapleton song that really puts it so well is like, uh, you know, it's, I'm not a millionaire when it comes to dollars, but I'm a millionaire in other ways. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. like with uh, with the friends that I have and with the with the memories and the moments that were created. Yeah. You know, like. Uh, those are things that I cherish. Yeah. That remembering, remembering those things, too, is, is important. Learning how to cherish something is important. You know, not necessarily hold on to something, but, like, hold, not necessarily hold on to nothing bad, but just, just so you can remember where you've been, you know? I'll tell you something I want to pursue. It's still a dream of mine. Juggling. That would be cool. But uh Chainsaws? Juggling chainsaws? That would be cool. Okay. But uh ping pong. Oh yeah. I've while. I've always like wanted to compete on the state and then if I could win the state, compete on the national level and like Forrest Gump it, man, like represent United States <laughs> in the, in the Olympics. Forrest Gump it. I like that idea. I think that that would and like what if you 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 place gold in the Olympics representing your country in ping pong like to a lot of people that's a bit of a joke but I think that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I'd like to just like go to a live. Just a be live, around people who really know what they're doing. Yeah, and just be like right there watching them. Yeah, I'd like to get up with Thomas and, like, try to figure that out. I mean, it would probably be as simple as, like, hopping on the website and just seeing when the next time they meet is. You better hurry. Because he's not doing good. Is he not? No. He's got that uh, loose garage disease. Oh, no. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. It's really, like, loose functionality and stuff. Yeah, he's got it pretty bad. Dang. So... He's not doing too well. That goes back to food. I think a lot of these, like, diseases and things that mm-hmm. people have now, it's all because of what we ingest. You put in yep. good, you get good out, and you put crap in, you get crap out, dude. Yep. And even when you think it's good, it's crap. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't know if it's good, good. Mm-hmm. You can buy something that says all natural. How do you know it's all yeah, natural? Yeah, how, how do you know that tomato at the store? Like, what pesticides did Yeah. They- what fertilizer did they use? Yeah. What, so what was the pH level of the soil? Not like that. I mean, it even really matters. But some people it does. Yeah. I think I think that's the biggest thing, man. Like, uh, life expectancy is going down. Definitely. And even, I don't know if it was because of the way, the, you know, classrooms were during COVID, but, like, even, 
I've seen to where like this younger generation, their IQ is lower. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because they got their face in a device. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. They don't use it. And not not saying that phones are a bad thing or tablets or whatever is a bad thing, but if you ain't using it for good, it's not going to be no good. Yeah. So, like, if you ain't using it to learn. I heard a comedian making a joke about uh, the new generation. And, like, the takeaway is it's kind of your fault because you're the older generation and you didn't pass the knowledge on. But she was like, they can't recursive. Mm-mm. They're not good at math. Nope. They uh, they're not as creative. Like, and she was just going down a list and like, I mean, yeah, good points. But like, whose job was it to teach them? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of on you. Yeah. Older generation. I mean, and even now I see like friends of ours in the that work in banking like uh, I think about Scott like he's big and I'll see him talk about it sometimes on social media but uh, you know a lot of us don't even balance our checkbooks anymore Mm-mm. and Just that look at what's available <laughs> that's yeah but that's that's superior uh, because like your bank app uh, sometimes it don't log like yeah. what you do that day until the next yeah and then then you'd be done mm-hmm. you are correct that has happened to me that's what I was talking about, though. Like, what is the dollar? Because really, that's all I ever have. I don't ever have no. I don't have a whole paycheck worth of dollar bills. Yeah. You know, I just got numbers on the screen mm-hmm. attached to this plastic thing. Mm-hmm. What do you think about? Uh, we're over the hour mark, but uh, what are your thoughts on like Neuralink and like, I guess transhumanism, like the integral because like. Uh, what is it? Elon's Neuralink. Uh, oh, yeah. They just got approved by the FDA to start running human trials. Really? To start sign me up. Plugging chips and people. Yeah. Sign me oh, up. you're for it? Why not? You ever seen? You ever played games Cyberpunk? Yeah. That game's awesome. I'd love to be. <laughs> love to have some samurai swords coming out of my arms one day. My only thing about it, the only holdback, and think about this when it comes to, let's say, this could, and this is a deep south thing with private prisons. Uh, what if you had the option, let's say, that you convict, you committed some crime, maybe uh, some kind of a sexual assault or maybe... Oh, and they do something to try to fix you? Maybe. Well, you have the option of, like, you can serve 20 years in prison or uh, you can have this Neuralink installed and every time that you have that... That thought or that, whatever. That thought, it, you, it shuts you down, like, to where you can't act on it. That would be, that would be cool if that could really happen. I mean, that's the that's the future of it, dude. Because like Elon's talking about this, and these are the net positives of it. Let's say someone with paralysis, like of rewiring the nervous system to where you can you can walk. walk. Yeah. Or if you have some kind of ailment, like maybe even with pain and things, like uh, that Neuralink can rewire your brain to where. That's why I want it. <laughs> so that's what I want. Th- those those are the helpful possible. And the scary part is like, who's on the other side? Like writing that program. Like if they're not good, what if they're evil? Like what if yeah. they? I mean, they could alter you. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be cool to have a chip I could just pop in and out, <laughs> change my mood. <laughs> like oh, this is the angry Drew. I don't want that one. 
Laid I mean, back, but, laid back Drew. Yes. Uh, think about it like this. I, I see it. I see it all over the place. Is uh, there? And I, I, I think it might be caused by medication. But uh, I've seen a lot of people like reporting that they don't have a head voice. To where like my day is like it's like narrated by like Morgan Freeman, right? Like yeah. I'm imagining yeah. different scenarios in my head and like I'm talking to myself like yeah. in in my head voice, you know, like narrating my day, right? Yeah. It's not crazy. It's just I, I, I think it's normal, you know. Yeah. Like uh, you're driving down the road, somebody cuts you off. Maybe you do like verbally like call them whatever you think they are but like a lot of times it's like i'm in my head like telling it yeah i'm arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> that's who talk, that's who narrates my days that's who narrates your days yeah but i mean could you imagine not having that head like what what are you I don't what's going on in your mind i don't yeah i don't i don't i don't i can't i can't even comprehend that because like what are you what do you do what do you do my head voice will be singing a song while I'll be thinking about something else sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think that's from the ADD. Pretty sure it is. Uh, that's, a, that's another thing, like with maybe transhumanism or even like with the way that we approach uh, school, which I think is nothing but institutionalizing people is... You know, think about locking these boys and girls up in a classroom for eight hours and not letting them, you know, of course you got recess to where you can go out and play, but, like, what if we got to a place with the way that we're raising and teaching people, like, you figured out what the person was interested in early, and instead of forcing them to learn a whole bunch of things that is not going to be useful to them, like, you let them be hyper-focused in what they're good at. Yeah. Now, you give them, like, basic life skills, like maybe home ec or uh, ag or, you know, teach them different trades that they'll need to grow, to live. To live. But other than that, you let them hyper-focus on, like, if they're hyper-creative, like, let them be creative. Like, let them spend their time in school creating things, right? Or if they're they're really good with their hands, like keep them down in the egg shop. Let them, you know, if they're good at woodworking, let them do that. Let them master that craft early. That's why I've like I've I'm I'm pretty much forcing a craft on my little girl with the fiddle, <laughs> but it is a craft playing an instrument. But to see her, I like seeing when she does get those moments of inspiration because I've seen it, I've seen her get it. When she'll see somebody really good play or something, or she'll see something, somebody will play something she can play, something like that. Mm-hmm. She gets really fired up about it. That's, that's fun to watch. But yeah. there's a lot of days she is not happy to, to practice. One day she's going to thank me. I hope. Think about it today, man. It's like, uh, you know, I have the residency to host the open mic, but, I mean, it's getting to a point now to where so many people show up to where I don't really have to play anymore, which is fine. Yeah. It's not about me. It's about the community, which mm-hmm. is the purpose of doing it. But, like, there there are times, or even if I get booked to go play a show, one one hour, two hour, three hour, whatever, is, man, if I would just sit down with my guitar an hour a day, just the way it used to be when I was a teenager or in my early 20s, leaps and bounds, I know I would be 100 times better. I feel like I'm a worse guitar player today than when I was when I was 21. I feel the same. 
and I know, and I know why. It's like I I used to sit down for hours and hours, hours at a time. Yeah, playing the same thing over and over mm-hmm. and over again. And now I don't. I I I just I don't practice. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. When I say the same thing, you know that if, if you just took thirty minutes a day, started there. I mean, there's no telling what what we could do. And that's that's the big thing. But like, it's one uh, of the things. It's like that's just it's not meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's not meant to be for us to be Stevie Ray Bone. I mean, uh, but you could. Well, we could, but it's not meant. And maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe it's not meant. If and, it is, and if it is meant to be, it's gonna be be. It's yeah. Gonna be. It's gonna be be. Yeah. One day. But if like people are like jealous or envious of like Billy Strings or you know whomever, it's like man, I wish I would give anything to be able to play like that. Well, you could. Give time. You gotta. You gotta practice, man. You, you gotta put in the work. Of. Of I've got a I've got a guy I'm like helping. Uh, I'm helping him learn how to sing. And like body control, breathing, and like the difference in like your gut, throat, and head voice, and all that, and how to open up. And like I'm about to start uh, giving guitar lessons again, and like I think those are going to be blessings because that's going to force me to where like yeah, you got to do something. Yeah, and that's gonna it's, it's going to be good for me and them, and uh, I'm happy about those yeah opportunities. I recently started playing again a lot more. I'm thankful I did. I missed it. Well, I mean, think about like we work. You, you mean you're a machinist and like, uh, I'm out in the field like doing different things. Like a lot of times when I get done with work, man, I'm tired or my hands hurt or back hurt. I'm just yeah, I'm just older and my body is just it hurts. It's not the same as when I was younger to where I could do it hours on the end it's like sometimes it hurts to do it now Mm -hmm. sometimes it hurts to think about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just it's just getting back to it and then think about that with the Neuralink man maybe that could unlock something to where like unlock that part of the brain that man he's he's such a beast but does that take away from like to where it's not 100% you anymore I'd have to, to do something I'm just thinking what it could do with like people who have brain problems now, like MS. I think it could alleviate that. I mean, it probably could. And that would be interesting to know. I mean, any any behavior like think about even like bipolarness. Yeah, bipolar, schizo, any of that. Of, but then I I wonder about like sociopaths and narcissists. Yeah. What about those types? Mm-hmm. Could you turn that part off? Mm, don't know. I don't know if I'd want to try that. <laughs> they might not leave. Might not try with that one first. Yeah. Well, dude, uh, talked about uh, a lot of nostalgia. Yeah. Anything else to do before we go? No, man. I've enjoyed it. I right, dude. Been another episode of Porch Talk, guys. If you do not mind, uh, subscribe, rate, review the show, tell your friend. Word of mouth is always the best. Uh, Andrew, anything you'd like to plug before we go? I'd like to say that if you could just find the like button on whatever platform you are listening to and you could kindly smash it, smack it a couple times with uh, some honey-dripping hands and throw some feathers on it. Yeah. Make it your home. That's what's up. Share right, guys. Light. Take care of yourself.
Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.